Toe meets leather, and we are underway. Here he goes! Touchdown! He's going to be hit. He's going to be sacked. Looks to swing it out. Ball is not batted up and intercepted. The Raiders get a good bounce, and it's going to be a touchdown. It's Salen Wood, and that's a pick six. Punt is blocked. Middle's going to pick it up down at the five-yard line and take it in for the touchdown. At the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown! Middle Tennessee and San Diego State in the Hawaii Bowl is moments away. Today's game is sponsored by Window World of Murfreesboro, the official window and exterior remodeling company of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, keeping athletes and their fans in the game. And by Ascension St. Thomas, the official hospital partner of MTSU Athletics. Now for the call of the action at Clarence Ching Field in Honolulu, alongside former Blue Raider quarterback Jeff Murphy. Here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Season 108 of Middle Tennessee football continues today from the island of Oahu and the city of Honolulu. Hello, everybody. Chip Walters along with Dwayne Hickey, Wayne Gross, and J.P. Plant as we bring you the uh, season finale for the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee as they take on San Diego State in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Time now for a look at today's game day weather presented by the Works Group. For all your screen printing and embroidery needs, the Works Group is the apparel provider for the Blue Raider Network. Here's our own true blue meteorologist, Lou Jaton. I'm meteorologist Lou Jaton with your kickoff forecast. And it's about what you would expect for the uh, Easy Post Hawaii Bowl in beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii. Partly sunny skies, temperatures in the low 80s throughout the game. You'll have a chance of rain, but really only about a 20 to 30% chance. Winds out of the west-southwest at about 15 miles per hour. It's just a very nice day for football in Hawaii. For the Blue Raider Network, I'm meteorologist Lou Jaton. Thank you, Lou. And before we have our kickoff, let's pause 10 seconds for our stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Football from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Beautiful afternoon, as you would expect here in Honolulu. It is just about 3 o'clock local time. I know it's 7 o'clock back uh, in Middle Tennessee in the central time zone. But right now it is 79 degrees, winds out of the south-southwest at 11 miles per hour. 76% humidity this afternoon as Middle Tennessee, the visiting team, decked out in white while the uh, Aztecs of San Diego State are the home team representing the Mountain West Conference. They have black uniforms with red numerals trimmed in white. Your referee today is Edwin Lee and uh, he leads this group of officials. Just about set to go as uh, San Diego State won the toss, deferred their choice, and Middle Tennessee will have the football first. Getting set to kick off for San Diego State will be Jack Browning, and deep for the Raiders, Jalen Lane will stand back at the goal line. The kick will come north to south here at the T.C. Ching Athletic Complex. Toe meets leather, and we are underway from Honolulu. And the kickoff by Browning goes through the end zone, and it will be first and 10 Middle Tennessee. 
Here's your Ascend Federal Credit Union starting lineups for the Blue Raiders. Ascend offers an MTSU debit card to show your Blue Raiders spirit. Learn more about banking without the bank at ascend.org. Federally insured by the NCUA, membership is limited. Along the line from Middle Tennessee from left to right, Jashun Bodiford, Tyler Falvey, Jordan Palmer, and Keelan Rutledge, along with Sterling Porsche. Wide receivers for the Raiders, Gathings, Chisholm, Lane, and Ali, Cunningham, and Pizant in the backfield. On first down, it'll be Pizant to the left side. He's going to be tackled for a loss. After a first and 10 from the 25, he'll lose three yards back to the 22-yard line. And back defending was Keyshawn Banks of San Diego State. From the 22, second and 13. And San Diego State's defensive front has been one of their strong suits as well. Cunningham with an empty backfield throws it out there incomplete, looking for Lane at about the 26 yard line. They ran a play there, uh, Dwayne, to get the ball out of Cunningham's hands quickly. Yeah, that defensive line, San Diego State, typically in a 3-3-5 stack, but the first two plays from scrimmage, they've walked up the strong side linebacker, gone into a four-man front trying to get pressure on Cunningham. So Middle Tennessee third and 13 on this opening possession. Gathings goes in motion to the right. They'll throw it in the slot. Gathings has it, turns up field, gets across the 30, and that'll be it as he's tackled there by Devon Celestine, or Celestine, I should say. And that will be fourth down, and Middle Tennessee will be forced to punt on their opening possession, a three and out for the Blue Raiders. And just on first look, Dwayne, this is a very fast San Diego State defense. Right, and Middle Tennessee is going to have to get on schedule. First down loss really took them out of down and distance on that first possession. Kyle Albert called on for the first time today. He keeps it low and over shoots it over Bird's head, and it will take a, a bounce inside the 15, down inside the 10-yard line, and will be downed at the nine. That punt is good for 61 yards from Kyle Ulbrich, and when the Raiders needed a big kick from the toe, they got one. You know, Chip, that was a line drive kick, and luckily it got over Bird's head. Bird is one of those guys you really don't want to kick the football to. He has scored in so many different ways for San Diego State this season. He's both a kick returner and a punt returner, all-conference player. He scored both on uh, kicks and punts this season. We're going to call it the nine-yard line, and our angle to the field here, not the best. Uh, as far as trying to find out the exact yard line. On first down, they'll screen it out to the right side, and it's going to be a gain of just a couple of yards and a quick tackle. Matthews, the receiver, and Trey Fluellen knocked him down. Jesse Matthews, a six-foot receiver from San Diego, made the catch, and it is a gain up to the 19-yard line, or make it the 14-yard line, second and five. And that Go ahead, Chip. Sorry. No, after the five-yard pickup. So Fluillen did a nice job on that play, got over quickly to limit the damage. We'll check the running back, but an empty backfield. It's Malin, uh, Jalen Maiden, the quarterback on a draw, gets a yard or two, uh, and Drew Francis is there to knock him down. But 
up to the 17-yard line. He'll pick up three, and it will be third and a long two for the Aztecs coming up. Yeah, big opportunity here for Middle Tennessee's defense to get off the field and get their kind of flip field position here after that punt if they can get off the field on third down. On the year, San Diego State's offense was just 29% on third down. The Blue Raiders gave up 39% on third down. They've got an eye formation here, and they'll throw it down the right side, and the tight end was wide open, and he missed it. Jay Rudolph, the 6'4 target, they play faked, and he was wide open down the sideline, but it was overshot by Jalen Maiden. Yeah, Maiden just needed to put a little bit of air under that ball, and the tight end might have still been running. Drew Francis brought really good pressure for the Blue Raiders and forced Jalen Maiden to get rid of it. So each team has had a three and out now. The San Diego State punt unit coming on, and it will be Jalen Lane standing back at his own 32-yard line. The punt is away, and it is a sidewinder that goes out of bounds. Not well hit there by Jack by Brown. Browning. Browning does all of their kicking, and it will, the field. we'll check the uh, yard line and the marker for that. But there's a timeout on the field. We'll take it as well. 12.07 to play in the first quarter. No score between Middle Tennessee and San Diego State back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Ready for dinner? The all-new Iron Steakhouse awaits you. Come hungry and be prepared to be impressed. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Don't miss out on your chance to catch Lady Raider basketball in the Murphy Center as they host Charlotte on Thursday, December 29th at 6 o'clock. Get your tickets at GoBlueRaiders.com slash tickets. And the Lady Raiders right now uh, very high in the net rankings in the top 25. And a uh, big game with Charlotte coming up after coming off the big victory this past week uh, at Rice. So here in the early going, Dwayne, we've seen both teams uh, go three and out. Certainly have, and, and that was 
you know, key for Middle Tennessee there to get that three and out to match what happened to their offense. And, and we talked a little bit uh, in the break there, Chip. San Diego State's defense is solid. That 3-3-5 stack, they're forcing over five three and outs per game. So that wasn't a surprise. So Middle Tennessee is going to have to find a way to stay on the field. And as we mentioned, that first down loss in their first possession is not something they can sustain. You're going to have to get down a distance in your favor on second and third down. Yeah, and Middle Tennessee had a, a, a negative play on first down during their opening possession. They can't afford to continue to do that. They need positive yards on first down. And we'll try to get that, obviously, here on this possession. The Raiders come back out with Frank Pizant, and they put three wide receivers to the left, and Jalen Lane is lined up to the right. Cunningham out of the shotgun with Pizant off his left hip. He'll go out in motion and leave an empty backfield. Cunningham now floats to his right, looks upfield, throws down there, and nobody in the neighborhood as he got outside the tackle box and just had to get rid of it. There was a player on the sideline for San Diego State that actually caught the football. Well, that time San Diego State went into their over front where they slid to the left and brought an uh, outside linebacker up on the right side. Four receivers to the right. Here's a screen. They'll get it to Ali in traffic, and he'll move it across the 45 up to about the 48-yard line. And right there, they just tried to outnumber uh, the San Diego State Aztecs, and it was Devon Celestine who finally picked through everybody and found Ali. And Ali did all he could do with that. There were three San Diego State players there almost the moment he caught the pass. Third and eight at the 47-yard line. Now the Raiders bring a man in motion to the right. Straight drop for Cunningham. Now he spins to his left. He's going to be sacked back at the 32-yard line by Jonah Tavai. And Tavai is their best defensive lineman coming into this game. He had uh, 12 and a half tackles for loss already and nine sacks this year. They make that 13 and 10 now. And Tavai, an excellent football player, really has been their top defender all-conference player, honorable mention, All-American. One of the big concerns coming into this game was the matchup between Middles' offensive line and San Diego State's defensive front. Right now, the Aztecs are winning that battle. Albrecht called on to punt again from the 33-yard line, and he gets another one away. This one, a fair catch called for at the 27-28-yard line. Another timeout on the field, and we will take a timeout as well. No score here in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Middle Tennessee and San Diego State. You're listening to Blue Raider football from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. 
Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back to the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl in Honolulu. Chip Walters along with Dwayne Hickey. And right now, after two possessions, the Blue Raiders with minus seven total yards of offense, seven minus 17 rushing, but you lost 14 yards on a sack in there. But right now, the, the Blue Raider offense here early just not getting much done. No, and Chip, the, the defensive line of the Aztecs really controlling the line of scrimmage here earlier. And we heard that from Coach Stocksville in his pregame interview with you that that was a concern, right? The line of scrimmage was going to be a concern. So conversely for Middle Tennessee, defensively, I think they're going to have to control the line of scrimmage. It may be whose offensive line can find a way to, to, to make something happen that flips the switch in this game. Well, and also whose defense can force a turnover to give an offense a short field. And Middle Tennessee is one of the very best in all of college football when it comes to getting the ball back. So the San Diego State offense on the field. Bird is their leading rusher. He is, uh, or he is their fullback, while Bell and Davis typically are the tailbacks. They will use all three of those guys. And of course, Jalen Maiden, the quarterback, he is only a 51% uh, or 62% uh, passer. He has thrown for 1,700 yards, 10 touchdowns, seven interceptions on the year. You know, Chip, he started the season as a safety. Yeah. Now as a quarterback. Running back is Chance Bell out of Burbank, California. He'll get the call on first down. Bell across the 30 and not a lot there. Maybe the 32-yard line. We'll give him that. Second down and seven after a three-yard pickup. Marley Cook, the Blue Raider defensive tackle from Water Valley, Mississippi, on the stop for middle. Second and seven after the three-yard pickup. San Diego State wearing those black uniforms with red numerals and Wayne Gross has had to go out and get the telescope out to make sure we're catching all those numbers. Play fake, throw down the near sideline, and over, uh, it was behind the intended receiver, Tyrell Shavers. Yeah, that ball, that ball was thrown to the outside. Shavers was looking inside along the seam. The ball goes over his outside shoulders to the boundary and really no play. And, and Teldrick Ross was in good defensive position as well. If that ball was thrown inside, Ross would have had a play on the ball. Well, the last time out for the Blue Raiders, they got four interceptions down in Miami against FIU. And the Raiders would, wouldn't mind getting one here early in this game as we get close to have playing five minutes of, of action so far. Raiders bring some pressure on third down and the throw over the middle too hard at the 40-yard line. It was intended for Makai Shaw, but that was just a bullet that was incomplete. It'll be fourth and seven. Yeah, that time, Chip, Wood and Cook both got there just as Maiden was trying to throw the football. I think he got just happy and tried to get rid of it just a beat too quickly. I think he uh, 
put a little extra on that because of the pressure. Fourth and two, or fourth and seven rather, from the 32-yard line, and Jack Browning is called on again. They'll fake it, and here they go. It's gonna be good. They faked it, and the direct snap gets them across midfield. And on the run, on the fake, it is uh, Garrett Fountain. Garrett found the only, he is a defensive lineman from Laney College in California. And they faked it and pick up the first down at the Middle Tennessee 41 yard line. So that is a 27 yard pickup and a first down at the 41. Yeah, Chip, they scouted that well. It was well designed. Fountain was not going to be touched until he got seven or 10 yards down the field. That hole opened up wide on the, what was the right side of the Blue Raider line. Bird, the running back, gets it. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a half yard from there. Jordan Ferguson knocked him down, but really the first salvo has been fired, and that uh, is the trick play from San Diego State that nets them 27 yards and a first down. Yeah, Chip, you really expect that kind of thing in a bowl game. People kind of pull all the stops out because it's the last game of the season, so you expect to see the trickeration. No gain on the play, second and 10 for San Diego State. Maiden takes the snap, back to throw the left-hander, throws it down the seam, caught inside the 15 and down at about the 10 or 11 yard line. Jesse Matthews made the stop, or made the catch. Teldrick Ross was back there. They're gonna mark it right at the 10. So a 31 yard pickup and a first down for San Diego State as they go vertical and right down the field to the 10 yard line. Ross looked like he expected safety help on that play because he let the release to the inside happen just a little too easily, and Matthews was able to make a play on a ball that wasn't particularly well thrown. First and goal, they say, at the 10. The running back is the fullback, Martin Blake. It's Bird with the run, and he gets just inside the 10. Well, they're going to mark him right at the line of scrimmage, and then and then Richard Kinley makes the stop, and Kinley had a little something to say to whoever had blocked him to the ground. They're gonna put it at the nine, second and goal from there. No score, opening quarter of the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Chip will see if Middle Tennessee's defense can kind of continue their success that they've had inside the red zone, forcing you know, making it very difficult on offenses to score touchdowns. Timeout, San Diego State, their first of the half. So San Diego State calls a timeout and timeout. it will be a media timeout as well. We'll take it with you with 7.22 to play in the first quarter, no score between Middle Tennessee and San Diego State, but the Aztecs are knocking on the door. Back to Honolulu after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. 
Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 82 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. Make a comeback after joint and back pain and get back to what you love with help from Ascension St. Thomas Joint Replacement Institute and Ascension St. Thomas Spine Institute. Our experienced care teams offer the latest technology to help shorten recovery, including minimally invasive options and robotic surgery. And to make getting care easier, we connect the dots for you, helping you navigate everything from imaging and lab services to pharmacy and physical therapy. Details about appointment scheduling can be found at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Joint and Spine. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Now, when you're out of town and want to keep up with live college sports, be sure to download the Varsity Network app, available for both Apple and Android. Listen to College Sports Live with the Varsity Network. If you can't hear our over-the-air stations, the Varsity Network app is your streaming home for Blue Raider Athletics and wherever you might be across the mid-state or around the world tonight listening. Glad to have you with us here on on our Blue Raider Network stations, also on uh, the Varsity Network app as well as Sirius XM Radio. But uh, San Diego State with the ball at the nine-yard line. Called the timeout. I guess want to make sure they had the right play here uh, with a second and goal coming up. And Chip, it's uh, as we've talked about, you know, Middle Tennessee defensively has been very good in the red zone this season. So they've done a lot of bending, not a lot of breaking, and it'll be key here to see if they can force San Diego State in just to a field goal try. That would be a, that would be a win in this situation. The Aztecs are 81% on the year on 26 of 32 inside the the red zone. The Blue Raider defense only giving up 67% uh, inside the red zone as well on 31 of 46. So there have been 15 times this year that teams have come away empty. Will it be one of? Will that be added to the list here? Back to throw Maiden over the middle to the tight end. Touchdown, San Diego State. And that big target, it's going to be Mark Redman who makes the catch right on a post route and made that look easy. Yeah, he got inside Diedrich Stanley. Diedrich, again, let the release happen to the inside. And you look at the size comparison, Redman, could just post up against Stanley like a basketball player. And when he got inside, it was an easy, easy pitch and catch. Nine-yard touchdown pass for San Diego State. There's the point after touchdown by Jack Browning. It is up and good. And San Diego State grabs the lead on their second possession of the day. 7-18 to play in the first quarter. It is now 7-0 San Diego State. Their drive on the touchdown scoring drive, eight plays, 71 yards, 321 off the clock to give the Aztecs a 7-0 lead. And I'll tell you, you, you look at their receivers, and in particular those tight ends, Dwayne, uh, you know, between Redman who scored the touchdown and and earlier we saw saw Rudolph make a catch. They are really 
nice-looking athletes and big targets. They certainly are. You know, Middle Tennessee has struggled defensively a little bit in the middle of the field, giving up balls in the middle of the field. They've done a nice job covering things outside the hashes, but plays in the middle of the field, especially to the tight ends, have been something that the Blue Raider defense has uh, struggled to you know, stay in front of, if you will, this season. So San Diego State leading 7-0, ready for their kickoff. Blue Raiders so far have not generated anything positive offensively. Whistle sounds as the football gets blown off the tee as it does on a regular basis here with the trade winds coming off the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, Chip, two explosive plays in that drive for San Diego State, one of 27, one of 31, and you heard Coach Stockstill say that was something the defense couldn't give up today. Kick is away, and Lane will let it go through the end zone. Middle Tennessee will have it back out at the 25-yard line with 7-18 remaining in the first. You'd certainly like to see Middle Tennessee come out here, Chip, and have a sustained drive, two three and outs. We talked about it coming out of one of the last breaks that San Diego State, 41% of the time their defense forces a three and out this season. So Middle Tennessee needs to get a little momentum here. It's been a good week for Blue Raider Athletics with a women's basketball win, a men's basketball win. You'd like to see football wrap it up. Raiders go to lane here and immediately get five yards on a screen out to the right side. Noah Avenger made the stop defensively for the Aztecs. It'll be second and five at the 30-yard line. Raiders will bring a man in motion, Gathings, and they'll swing it out to him. Gathings 30, Gathings 35, and out of bounds up at about the 37, 38-yard line. That is the initial first down for the Blue Raiders in the game. Sedarius Barfield made the stop. So for middle, They've got it at the 33 and going with some tempo. They'll hand it off to Pizant, and he'll roll it up close to the 40-yard line. They had it first and 10 at the 37, and Jonah Tavai made the stop. Raiders go quickly again. Second down and seven. Cunningham being chased, throws it out incomplete, and he was going down as he... Uh, as he was throwing the football. He had been tripped. They were intended for Ali. It's now going to be third and seven at the 40-yard line. Yeah, Kashawn Banks coming off that defensive end on the opposite side, put a lot of pressure on Cunningham on that play. Third down. Cunningham throws back, caught at the 40. First down, 45-50, and down to the 45 of San Diego State. And a late flag comes in. That could be... Uh, it's in the area of a face mask. We'll see what it is. It was, the catch was made by Bryce Bailey. Either that, Chip, or it may have been the wide receiver coming back up, blocking the back. Illegal blindside block, number 79, offense. That's going to be an illegal. Penalty. Third down. Ten-yard penalty as Sterling Porsche is caught for the illegal blindside block. So replay third down, erase that first down, and they'll put the ball back at the 30. It's third and 17 from the 30-yard line, and just shows you what one penalty right there can do to you. Cunningham with an empty backfield, three wide receivers to the right. 
Has a little time over the middle. Ball is incomplete. He threw it into traffic. Gathings up at the 45. Thought he got touched, but no laundry hits the field. It will be fourth and 17 for middle. Now, just good defense there. The defender actually stepped in front of Gathings. Gathings was trying to go through or over the defender to get the football. I think that was the right call, unfortunately. But Chip, as you discussed, unfortunately that, that penalty was a momentum killer. Now you've got to go right back out on defense. Bird is deep. Here's the punt from Kyle Ulbrich. He's been busy here in the first quarter. And it'll take a bounce, and Bird backs away, and it will go out of bounds right near the 25-yard line. And if that is indeed the number, that's a 45-yard punt for Kyle Albrecht. They're going to mark it the 26, so it will be a 44-yard punt officially. Right on Ulbrich's average. Right, exactly right, which is the best in the history of Middle Tennessee football. Blue Raiders were able to pick up one Al White Motors first down. Al White Motors, your Ford and Lincoln dealer in Manchester since 1955. 5.39 left to play here in the first quarter. San Diego State. And a running play off the left side. Bird got it up, not much there from the 26 to about the 26 and a half. Keenan Kristen in at running back. Yeah, Kristen got swallowed up that time by the big 6-1-306. Marley Cook just swallowed him up and took him to the ground. Officially no gain on the play. It is second and 10 at the 26-yard line. San Diego State with a 7-0 lead. And Middle Tennessee can't afford to get in much of a deeper hole. They're down seven right now. Maiden back to throw over the middle, shot it, missed his guy, and his intended receiver took a shot. Teldrick Ross made, uh, hit Breon Penny as he made his move across the field and right in the breadbasket. It'll be third and 10 for San Diego State at the 26. Jacoby Thomas there on the play as well, kind of converging from his safety spot. That's the that's the second or third time where Maiden's had a receiver open. He's just not been able to be accurate with the football. It's, he has had times when he has thrown it too hard when he needed it to be soft or too soft when he needed it to throw harder. Now they'll screen it to the near side. That's a hold, no call there, but it's a big play for San Diego State. And it's going to be Kristen inside the 20 to the 10 to the 5. And that's a touchdown. No flag on the play, which looked to be a blatant hold on the screen pass. But that's a 74-yard touchdown pass Chip, for San Diego State. Chip. And Keenan Kristen makes the catch. Absolutely a hold on the outside there, but also a face mask by Kristen going into the end zone he, with his stiff arm. He put it on the mask and then wrapped it around the mask. The official at the goal line saw the whole play, did not make a call. So two missed penalty calls on that play. 76-yard play, and San Diego State has scored on back-to-back -back possessions. And it is Maiden to Kristen, and the touchdown stands. 
and it is a two touchdown lead now for San Diego State as they connect with Kristen on the touchdown. Yeah, it was Josh Simmons, number 77, the right tackle for San Diego State, who just absolutely tackled the Middle Tennessee defender. I think it was Devin Curtis. I couldn't see his number, uh, but it was a swallow just there at the, at the line of scrimmage. So that will go as a 73-yard drive. And they, their 73-yard touchdown pass as they had it third and 10. They were saying that the ball on the other end of the field where it was, was at the 23-yard uh, line. 57 seconds on the scoring drive to make it 14-0 San Diego State. And it, you would expect them to have speed in there. Kristen, who is a running back, uh, made the catch. And then once he got some daylight, hit a seam and was right down the sideline. Yeah, Kristen started his career at Southern California, so certainly a top flat player there, but he had a little help. And the kick is gonna go through the end zone and Jalen Lane has not had the opportunity to get his hands on the football at all in a kicking situation as of yet. But with 4.42 to play in the first quarter, Middle Tennessee down 14 to nothing and really need to get something positive going offensively. They had something going on their last possession, picked up a first down. It appeared they had had another big play for a, a second first down, but a holding or a, or a blindside block actually bought, brought the play back. But it's first and 10 here at the 25 yard line. Chase Cunningham with Pizant. They have Lane in motion. He'll yo-yo back. They'll swing it out to him. Lane tries to get the corner, got to the 30 and out of bounds there. Lane knocked out after a five-yard pickup and Sidarius Barfield was the man who ran him out. Middle back to the line quickly as they have it at the 29-yard line. Gain of four, second down and six. Empty backfield now for Cunningham. Three wideouts to the right. He fakes, almost ran into trouble. Down the field he goes, and was it intercepted or out of bounds? It's going to be caught, but I think the defender landed out of bounds. Otherwise, that was going to be an interception by Noah Tumblin. Yeah, Tumblin made a nice play there just a little too close to the sideline, couldn't keep himself in bounds, and not a good decision that time by Chase Cunningham. However, he was under much duress. Well, Cunningham has had no time here in, the, in this first quarter. Third down, six from the 29. Cunningham looks, swings it out near side, and it was right at the feet of Pizant, and he tried to stop, and his feet came out from under him. It'll be fourth and six, and right now, the yardage numbers are starting to pile up. Currently, 153 yards to 12. And Milton's had the ball four times now, chipped three, three and outs. That's a, a, not a recipe that you uh, used to have any success. Kyle Albrecht called on again from the 29-yard line. There's the snap, and Albrecht took an extra step there, and this punt will get down and will go inside the 25 and get inside the 20 and will roll dead at, where at, about the 17-yard line. 
And if that is the case, that will be a 53-yard kick. So, Albrick with another outstanding punt, doing his job of trying to keep San Diego State bottled up. But they have come out, they have had three huge plays in the game, and all of them have, have, have been there uh, either setting up a, the first touchdown or finishing off the second touchdown. 4.02 left in the first quarter. First and 10 at the 17-yard line. Bird the running back. Maiden will throw it down the field. Overshot his man by five yards. The intended receiver was Jesse Matthews, and Teldrick Ross was back there with him. Yeah, I think Matthews expected uh, for that ball to get out quicker, and Maiden put some air under it, and really Matthews had no opportunity to make a play on the ball. Football still at the 17-yard line. Middle's last possession, they held the football for only 40 seconds, and uh, did not pick up a first down. Second down and 10, Bird the running back, and he is not gonna get anything there. Quindarius Dunnigan was there to knock him down. It'll be third and 10 from the 17. Lost a yard, so third and 11 from the 16. So a big third down play here for the defense. Yeah, middle trying to get the defense back off the field. And we've seen a fake punt, a long pass play, and then a long catch and run on a screen pass, and that's put San Diego State in the lead. Here's a middle screen to Shavers. He gets it to the 20, gets outside of the 25, and will be very close to a first down across the way. He just kept working his way to the outside, working to get to the corner, DeCorian Patterson finally got him on the ground, but where are they going to mark it? It's going to be, yeah, going to be just short. Yeah, he got tackled into the marker, but I believe his foot went out of bounds prior to the Time marker. Out. San Diego State, their second of the half, thirty seconds. Well, interesting here, and it's going to be fourth and a yard from the twenty-six, and Brady Hoke calls his second timeout of the first quarter, and uh, you don't call timeouts to punt. No, I don't think you do. The ruling on the field is the runner was short of the line to gain. The previous play is under further review. So they are taking another look at it uh, to see whether or not uh, he was able to get there to the line to gain. Today's extra points are brought to you by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, helping you add extra points to your health since 1949. Chip, I was hoping we'd get a, a replay on that. It was on the opposite side of the field from us in front of the Middle Tennessee bench, uh, and they haven't yet run one on the television broadcast, but uh, I was hoping we might see something to determine whether the review is going to be positive or negative. But that is what they're looking at. And here's the, uh, yeah, the replay. So he's dragging across the middle of the field. And he appears to be short of. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be really hard with the angle they have to do anything 
different than what they've already done. They marked him a yard short at the 26, but now yeah, we'll just have to see. That's that's what they do. Yeah, but the, yeah, but they're gonna, yeah, if they give him the reach, there's a good chance they're going to convert this into a first down. If they don't, San Diego State's been pretty successful on fourth down this year, uh, especially running the football. They're averaging about 11 yards a carry running the ball on fourth down. Wow. So, uh, it's a, and we've already seen uh, evidence of that on their first possession, or actually their second possession. They continue to look at it, and it is being uh, reviewed, the uh, referee today, Mr. Wilson, or Mr. Lee, rather, Edwin Lee, has the headset on talking to those who are reviewing it in the uh, replay booth. Blue Raider basketball coming up this week. Uh, Lady Raiders on Thursday are at home against Charlotte. Blue Raider men on the road at Charlotte. And then on Saturday, New Year's Eve, it will be the Blue Raiders in a three o'clock home game against Western Kentucky, while the Lady Raiders will be in Bowling Green to take on the Hilltoppers. So we do have a decision, and here it is with our referee, Edwin Lee. For further review, the runner reached the line to gain. It will be a first and 10 for San Diego State. San Diego State is not charged a timeout. We'll have two remaining in the half. So it's first and 10, and that will mean that the ball is at the 27-yard line. So the ball at the 27, and San Diego State keeps possession. Expeditious use of a timeout there by Brady Hope. Bird, the running back, Jordan Bird, ran for 389 yards this season and had three touchdowns. Here on first down, they'll run a little end around. Matthews to the right side, hurdled a man and got knocked down after that. After not much gain, Devin Curtis got the stop on it. It was a lot of razzle-dazzle for not a lot of meat on the bone. No, certainly wasn't, and he got airborne and Curtis absolutely planted him. Gain of a yard to the 28-yard line, second down and nine. Jacoby Thomas had a chance to maybe make a play there in the backfield for a loss, but couldn't quite bring him down. 2.04 left to play in the first quarter. Maiden looks inside, they hand it off and diving for a yard is the, is the running back. Bird was the carrier and Quindarius Dunnigan on the stop. So. Here we go, third and maybe it does look like he lost a yard back to the, or two yards to the 26. Third and 11 with the ball back at the 26 yard line. So let's see if the Raiders can get the defense off the field. Quarterback keeps on a draw, turns up field, got a good block over there and he's gonna be, he got about eight or nine. And again, it's going to come down to where the spot is. I think they knocked him out short. I believe he's about a yard short. They are. They have it at the 30, just inside the 36-yard line. Fourth and one again for San Diego State, and they do not hesitate. They bring in an extra fullback and a tight end, and they're going to go for it on fourth and one already leading 14 to nothing. 
final minute of the first quarter here in Honolulu. It'll be the quarterback to the right side. He will get through and get the first down. Student body right, and Maiden keeps it and gets the first down. Drew Francis will get credit for the stop. Yeah, Middle Tennessee had a chance to make the play right about the line of scrimmage as he rolls into the boundary, but a couple of missed tackles there lets, lets Maiden get to the boundary. Once he got to the boundary, he was going to pick up the first down. So they put the ball right on the 40-yard line, first and 10 for San Diego State. The Aztecs keep their drive alive. And keeping it out of the hands of the Blue Raider offense. Bird the, on a little quick draw there, got a yard or two to the 41-yard line. That's the end of the first quarter. Second and nine coming up as we will go to the second quarter. The first quarter is in the books, and it's been all San Diego State so far. The Aztecs lead the Blue Raiders 14 to nothing. Back with the second quarter after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest physical investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and proud partner of Middle Tennessee athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the details. Winning requires the right game plan. Like the impressive towing and payload you'll only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. The 2023 Ford F-150. Greatness starts here. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Hey, Blue Raider fans, Chip Walters here. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by Textbook Brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Floyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the MT polos, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at Gate 2A on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by Textbook Brokers. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. One quarter in the books here in Honolulu, and San Diego State has flexed their muscle early as uh, we have not gotten official. We do now have official stats at the end of the quarter. Uh, total offense San Diego State has outgained middle 177 to 12 and they have possessed the football for nine minutes and 51 seconds while the Blue Raiders have held it for only five minutes and nine seconds. And uh, the Blue Raiders have got to get something figured out or it could be a long day and long afternoon here in Honolulu. Exactly. Two of five at San Diego State on third down, but they've converted a fourth down as well. Two fourth downs. Yeah, two fourth downs, excuse me. Explosive plays, you know, we've already talked about there's been three on offense, one on special teams that has have really hampered Middle Tennessee's ability to uh, 
to have the ball offensively, and then offensively when they've had the ball, that defensive line, the, the front three plus whichever linebacker they decide to walk up to make it a four-man front has really been in Middle Tennessee's backfield all afternoon long. Well, you know, Brady Hoke has a history as a really good defensive coach and that reputation, he's the head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs and has really found a home in Southern California. And, uh, and, and you know, you give them, you give a, either a good offensive coordinator or a good defensive coordinator some time in the, in the laboratory uh, between the end of the regular season and, and the bowl game, and they're going to come up with a few things. And now the Blue Raiders have to find some counters uh, to go against what uh, the Aztecs have been doing. Second and nine for San Diego State coming up as we start the second quarter. Jalen Maiden, the quarterback, left-handed throw, and the ball is going to be caught out there for a gain up to the 47-yard line, but middle is offsides on the play, and they f- threw the flag. Yeah, Fer- Ferguson, Ferguson got started early, that was for sure. So now Brady Hoke is getting the option of where what it would be, I would say they'll probably take the penalty here and keep the down. Outside, number nine, defense, five-yard penalty, repeat second down. So that'll put the ball at the 46-yard line, and that's only about a yard shy of where they were anyway. It'll be second and four from the 46. Just moving into the second quarter and 14-0 San Diego State with the lead. They have been one of the better teams in the Mountain West Conference this year. Second down, play fake and a, and a whistle stops the play. Well, the Raiders might get those yards 68. back. Offense, five-yard penalty, second down. Thomas Mirabella, the right guard, he started early there, and it'll be second and nine again, right back at the 41. Can you talk about this off, offensive line for San Diego State? They are big, big, big. No, nobody under 6'4", nobody under – actually, the center is 6'2", but nobody under 305 across that offensive line. Jordan Bird, the running back, off the left side of Maiden. He'll get the call here to the right. Raiders string him out as they run to the short side and get knocked out of bounds. And Zaylin Wood was over there to knock him out, and there was a little extra something-something after the play. Yeah, yeah, Diedrich Stanley didn't like what was said to him as he was running into the San Diego State bench and decided to chirp back a little bit. Third and nine at the 41, and so far today on third down, San Diego State two of five, and they have had some back-breaking plays on third and fourth down today. Let's see if Middle can get off the field. Whistle, and I think San Diego State took a timeout. Oh, no. Offense, rating, five-yard penalty, third down. That was a very quick play clock. It'll be third and 14 from the 36-yard line. This drive started at their own 17, and this is already going to be about the 12th play, the ninth play of the drive. And 
They have not quite moved it 20 yards. Yeah, first flag of the afternoon against the Aztecs. The running back here is Kristen. Back to throw, Maiden puts it out there, ball through the hands, the timing not good. The, the receiver was there, just did not turn his head in time and it will be fourth and 14 and that was gonna be close to a first down had they completed it. But it will be the punter, Jack Browning, coming on for San Diego State. Now Jalen Lane back at his own 20. We'll see what Browning does. He's shanked one today. Gets this one away, better looking, but a wobbler. Lane takes it at the 15. Works to the right side, has a lane. Gets to the 25-30, up to the 35-yard line, and maybe a yard or two past that, but the uh, Time Raiders, out on the field. one of their better offensive plays comes on a return by Jalen Lane. We'll have the Blue Raider offensive possession when we return. 14-0, San Diego State leading Middle Tennessee in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Today's second quarter presented by Granison Associates, certified public accountants, providing a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both businesses and individual needs. Granison Associates, 615 895 1040, and online at gcpas.com. Also time now to allow stations to identify themselves. We'll take 10 seconds now for station ID. You're listening to the Hawaii Bowl on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. After the punt, which was a 49-yard punt, Jalen Lane returned it 22 yards, 
12.52 to play in the second quarter. Raiders on first end. Cunningham throws it out there, complete to Lane. He's got a big play here, 50, 40, 35, and out of bounds. Chip, great play there by Lane. Made the first man miss and turned on the burners. So the Raiders have it now, first and 10 at the 33-yard line. They'll throw it again. Ball is caught, I think, across the way as we look into the sun. Lane again. Now they're going to call it incomplete. No? Or are they? Let's see. What are they? Yeah, they threw it back to the center of the field, then back to the original line of scrimmage. So it looked like it got through the hands of Lane, just a little fastball too far outside. So second and 10 at the 33-yard line of San Diego State. Cunningham across the middle, finds Gathings at the 30, down to the 27-yard line, and he struggles and gets it down to the 27. So a gain of six, it'll be third and four as Michael Shawcroft on the initial hit to bring Gathings down. Yeah, just a quick little hitch back into the center of the field for Gathings there, and Chase got the ball out quickly, put it right on the numbers. For the first time today, a third and manageable for the Blue Raiders. Cunningham looks, goes down the right side, and no incomplete at the three-yard line. Lane was the intended receiver, and Noah Tumblin was with him step for step, and it's fourth and four at the 26, and they're going to bring Zeke Rankin on for a field goal attempt here of what will be 44 yards. 44-yard field goal attempt for Rankin. Rankin. They'll set it down, and Rankin puts it up and puts it through. And Middle Tennessee is on the board. And a nice-looking kick from Zeke Rankin as Middle Tennessee goes up by a score of, or Middle Tennessee trailing now, 14 to three after the made field goal by Rankin. Timeout on the field, back to Honolulu after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Are you suffering from bad gift giving? Look for the signs. Do people avoid eye contact when opening your gifts? When your friends say you really shouldn't have, do they really mean you really shouldn't have? On more than one occasion, have you been re-gifted the same gift you gifted that person the year before? If so, the new Holiday Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery might be right for you. Available now at your local retailer. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Side effects include invitations to more parties and less awkward looks at gift exchanges. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee gets on the board on a five-play, 36-yard drive that took 103 off the clock. And the Blue Raiders get a 44-yard field goal, which is right around the second longest of the season for Zeke Rankin. That one 44 yards and was struck well. Uh, as they had the ball at the middle of the field and uh, gets the Raiders some points. Middle had a couple of key plays there and, and, and you know, just getting something done, getting some points on the board, I think was real big right there. Oh, absolutely, Chip. And one of the things you saw on that drive, Middle Tennessee had a little success going into the middle of the field. Early in the game, they've been trying to push everything outside the hashes. You saw that little curl in the middle there by Gavings. You got another pass on a quick hitch to Lane, who made the first man miss. And again, that was along the hash when that that play, or along the numbers, I should say, uh, on that play. So Middle Tennessee switching in a little up a little bit offensively, trying to maybe get the ball into the middle of the field. You still would like to see them run the football more than they've been capable of so far. 14-3 down. You'd like to hopefully get a three and out here, get the football back, and see if you can continue that offensive momentum. Well, Blue Raider fans, get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, which I don't think you're going to need your AC here for the next few hours. Plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs Lee Company, the team to call, 615-867-1000 or online at leecompany.com. 14-3 game as Bird is deep for San Diego State. He is a very versatile player for these Aztecs. And the kick by Scott Payne, his first kickoff of the day is returnable. From the five, back across the 10, 15, 20, 25, went through a couple of tackles, now gets on the ground at the 28, and there's a flag up here at the 33-yard line. Yusuf Ali made the tackle on Bird as he stepped through a couple of tacklers, but we'll check the flag. During the return, holding, ready one, receiving team, 10-yard penalty, first down. So it'll back him up a little bit. First and 10 for San Diego State as they put the ball down after they mark it from the point of the infraction. And it will be at the 18-yard line, and that is their poorest starting spot of the day. But Jalen Maiden, the starting quarterback for San Diego State, he's five of 11 for 129 yards and two touchdowns today. But uh, one of those had about 70 yards of after the catch yards. Yeah, Chip, he really could be better than that. He's, he's had two or three that if he'd just taken a little bit off the ball, would have been completed as well. Chance Bell is the running back off to the left hip of the left-handed quarterback, Maiden. Raiders come after Maiden. He throws it. Ball intercepted. DeCorian Patterson. He'll slide down inside the 30 at the 28-yard line. He intercepted it at the 31 or 32. And it's his seventh interception of the season. 
and DeCorian Patterson making a big play for the Blue Raider defense. Yeah, Chip. Yeah, Chip. It looked like he just kind of he was up, and then he backpedals into the throwing lane. He just steps right in front, and good coverage also by Jacoby Thomas, who was there on the coverage. But Patterson backpedaled as he was tight to the line of scrimmage, got back into that passing lane and made a nice athletic play. Well, Middle Tennessee gets the ball in easily their best starting spot of the day at the plus 28-yard line. First and 10 for the Blue Raiders, 11-33 to play in the first half. So here's Cunningham and company with Pizant, the running back. They'll send a man in motion. They'll play fake it in. They, Cunningham got sacked back at the 39, and it happened so fast as Keyshawn Banks never bit on any of the fakes and took Cunningham down. Yeah, Cunningham faked the handoff, then quickly looked to his left, was to Pizant, and then spun like he was going to throw a screen back to the right. But when he spun, he only got about a quarter into the turn because he was going to the ground. So second and 21, you got to get some of this back if you want to get in field goal range. Cunningham hit, sacked again. This one back near the 48-yard line. Banks again gets the sack. He loses nine. It'll be third and 30 coming up. Well, Middle gets the turnover and then they just bring all kinds of pressure. Screen out to the right side lane, got some yardage and then tried to stop and Tell you, there have been a lot of folks have their feet fly out from under them, but it's going to be fourth down coming up at the 37 38 yard line, and they're going to bring Zeke Rankin on again. No, they're going to leave the we're leaving the offense out there this time, Chip. Okay, well, I'll quit guessing. <laughs> fourth down, and can't see the scoreboard from here, but it's fourth and a bunch. So a fourth down play, Cunningham being chased. He's going to be sacked back at the 45-yard line and three sacks for the San Diego State defense on the play, or on the series. Kyron White. Timeout on the field. Brought him down and they just absolutely took the middle offense out of everything. You know, Chip right there, I mean, Middle Tennessee didn't, couldn't block, but for one play on that possession, and, and certainly that's been an issue that Middle Tennessee fans have been concerned about all season. Timeout on the field, 14-3 your score. San Diego State with the lead will take a timeout. Back to Honolulu after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 82 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. 
Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you go online or go in person, City Auto in Murfreesboro is where you go to see a gazillion cars and choose the one that's right for you. And there's no better time to go than now because we have a bigger, brand new facility. It's the easy, comfortable, convenient way to find what you're looking for. Remember, cityauto.com is where you go to find your car online. And the all-new City Auto campus in Murfreesboro is where you go to see it in person. Go now, and we'll see you there. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Again, don't miss out on your chance to catch Blue Raider basketball in the historic Murphy Center as they host Western Kentucky on Saturday, December 31st, 3 o'clock tip-off that day. It is a nationally televised game, so make sure you have your tickets for the Blue Raiders and Hilltoppers. Get your tickets at GoBlueRaiders.com slash tickets. Nick McDevitt's Blue Raiders coming off a big-time win over Murray State. So, Chip, right there, you missed a golden opportunity to get back in the football game. Your defense forces a turnover in plus territory, and you give the ball back in minus territory. And San Diego State will take over at Middle Tennessee's 47-yard line. And they bring their offense on the field, leading 14 to three. Bird is the running back. San Diego State has won three of their last four coming into this game. The only loss was to Air Force in the season finale. There's a pitch to the far side. Boy, a high-low tackle by the Blue Raiders there on Bird. And no gain on the play. The red, rather the end around, Shaw actually ended up being the ball carrier. So no gain there, second and 10 at the 47. And Chip Miltensi defensively did a good job there, stayed at home. There was a, at least two pieces of misdirection in that last play and the Raider defense did their job. Second and 10. Maiden looks to throw and puts it out there. Ball caught inside the 35 and out of bounds. And it's going to be Jesse Matthews again, and he has been the receiver that has caused Middle the most problems today. And the other part of it is the Blue Raider defensive front has not laid a hand on Maiden yet. They certainly have not, and that time Ross was well off Matthews. There was a good five-yard cushion there. That Again, another ball that wasn't particularly on the mark. Matthews had to go up and make a play, but Ross was not in proximity. Ball is at the 34-yard line, and a first and 10. Maiden, pressure coming, gets hit as he throws, and the ball is incomplete, and a flag is gonna come in late. And Matthews was the intended receiver, and Diedrich Stanley was back there, and he's going to get a pass interference call. And it's a play that was – he didn't play it wrong. It looked bad. 
Well, there's Chip, no foul for defensive pass interference. There you so go. Take it out. Yeah. Right. What happened there, Chip? It looked like again because the ball was so far thrown inside. Stanley had his back to what where the pass was being thrown. The receiver was toward the middle or turned toward the middle of the field. They just they they did make contact, but Stanley did not impede anything. Second down. And they have it at the 34. Second and 10 for San Diego State, who leads 14-3. Maiden back to throw, steps up, puts it out there. It's going to be a catch made by Shavers inside the 30, but I'm not sure he got the first down. And from our angle, we're having to look through the San Diego State bench but it's going to be third and short for sure. Yeah, third and about one, one and a half, maybe right at two yards to go. And Shaver's a big target, Chip. We didn't talk about that. He's 6'6", and just got out there outside and used that length to be able to keep his feet in bounds and, and reach for a ball that appeared to be a couple yards uh, out of bounds when he touched it. We'll call it third and two at the 26-yard line, and it's going to be Cooper who's going to be hit for a no gain if that. Jordan Ferguson and Trey Flew-Ellen combine on the stop. I think that was Maiden on a keeper, I believe. Okay. So, and good play by Ferguson. Ferguson was trailing down the line of scrimmage, and when he saw Maiden start to, he was roll, sort of moving to his right and then tried to break it back left, got in there and made the play. This will be a 43, 44-yard attempt for Browning. And they will put it down, the snap, and the kick by Browning is no good. Wide to the left. So the Blue Raiders defense holds, and and, and in this case, they have uh, taken the offense a little bit off the hook for that last possession. Now the Blue Raider offense is going to get it back after a timeout, and we're going to take a bonus break here in the first half. 14-3 San Diego State with the lead over Middle Tennessee. Back in a minute on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders fans. The Mint Gaming Hall Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Ready for dinner the all-new iron steakhouse awaits you come hungry and be prepared to be impressed check out the mintgaming.com for all the details get your big hit today hey blue raider fans this is coach rick stockstill have you heard about the mtsu debit card from ascend federal credit union this card is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle use it online and in stores purchases are automatically deducted from your ascend checking account and you can even add the card to your mobile wallet for ultimate convenience bank where the blue raiders belong ascend federal credit union exclusive credit union of blue raider athletics ascend is federally insured by ncua visit us at ascend.org you're listening to mtsu sports on wgns 723 to play in the first half here in honolulu in the easy post hawaii bowl chip walters Wayne Hickey, Wayne Gross with us, and now time to check in. J.P. Plant has a look at what's going on in the world of sports on this Christmas Eve. All 
right, thank you very much, Chip. The Ascend Federal Credit Union scoreboard. We'll look at Conference USA in bowl action. Uh, in the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, Troy uh, to beat UTSA 18 to 12. UAB in the Lenders Bahamas Bowl, 24-20 over Miami of Ohio. It was Southern Miss downing Rice, 38-24 in the Lending Tree Bowl. And in the Frisco Bowl, uh, presented by Surf Pro, it was Boise State narrowly over North Texas, 35-32. And then on Wednesday night in the New Orleans Bowl, it was Western Kentucky, 44-23 winners over South Alabama. Chip. All right, here in Honolulu, it is 14-3, San Diego State with the lead. After each team had gone three and out, the Blue Raiders punted to San Diego State and they put together an eight place 71 yard drive that gave them their first score and then had a three place 73 yard drive that made it 14 nothing. Middle has come back and kicked a field goal from Zeke Rankin to make it 14-3 and that's where we stand. And two good defensive stops by Middle Tennessee. First the turnover and then the forced missed field goal on the last possession. And DeCorian Patterson, who had the interception, was injured on the play and has been receiving trip uh, treatment. Blue Raiders come with J Darius Bracey running the football and will get four yards up to the 30 on first down, work the right side. It'll be second and six from the 30-yard line for Bracey and Cunningham. Now Cunningham swings it out, and it was in Yusuf Ali, the intended receiver, and you just have to complete those passes. Those little fast screens like that are just an extension of your running game and you cannot afford those to be incomplete. Now yeah. you've got a third and six. Yeah, it looked like maybe Ali ran a little flat to the line of scrimmage. Cunningham was expecting him to be closer or moving toward the line of scrimmage. The ball was just too far out in front of him. Third down and a big one for the Blue Raiders trying to keep this drive alive. Cunningham being chased, throws, Ball is going to be caught inside move by Lane. He's going to get the first down and more. Move it up across the 40 to the, about the 42-yard line. And what a play after the catch by Jalen Lane. That was all Jalen Lane. He made at least three defenders miss. Des Malone there and Al White Motors first down. And there's a pass deflected as Caden McDonald knocked down the pass of Cunningham. And the Blue Raiders trying to go with some tempo here trying to do something to counteract the speed of this San Diego State defense. Yeah, you've got to get the ball out quick if you're Middle Tennessee just because they're having difficulty keeping the D-line out of the backfield. Second and 10 from the 42-yard line. Cunningham has a man in motion, otherwise an empty backfield. Looks, screens it out near side. It's Bracey dives up to the 45 as he made an inside move there. And again, Caden McDonald, a 6'3 senior Sam linebacker, made the stop. Timeout for an injury to an offensive player. Yeah, Bracey's slow to get up after that hit, Chip. As, as he dove, the defender kind of caught him up around the hip area. It looked like he might have had just a little bit of a stinger there in that, in that hip. Well, you look at, you've got Bracey who got injured on that play. Uh, Frank Pizant has had a shoulder the last couple of weeks and Pizant is back in there. 
So the football is at the 44-yard line, and it is third and seven. Again, a man comes in motion. That's Gathings. And it's going to be Cunningham on a draw and fumble. fumble on the play, and San Diego State's going to pick it up. Still loose. Wait a minute. Still loose, and it's back at the 40-yard line. Chase Cunningham took a huge shot, and the ball popped straight up. And I thought somebody was going to get it. Uh, Middle's going to retain possession here, but I thought Cunningham's it was shot up in the air. I thought somebody was going to pull it in on well, the way down. I think they did. I think it was two, the two fumbles. It was a fumble by the offense. It was never possessed by the defense. Recovered by the offense. Fourth down. So, not sure who recovered that, but it will be fourth and a country mile. And the football is marked back at... The 32-yard line, maybe? That'll be a loss of 12, so fourth and 19 from the 32. And Kyle Ulbrich called on again. This time punting from right to left. Ulbrich puts a salvo down inside the 15, inside the 10. Raiders chase it, gets down to the one, saved there and gets into the end zone. That is a... 68-yard punt and nearly was downed at the one-yard line. I think the first touch was in the field of play, but they could not gain control and down it at that point. But man, a 68-yard punt for Kyle Ulbrich, who is certainly in his final game as a Blue Raider, has put his skills on display for those who might play, pay folks to play football professionally. Absolutely, what a great punt by Ulbrich, exactly what you needed. And give the three Blue Raider defenders hustling down there trying to make a play. Just you don't expect the ball to go 68 yards. They were probably expecting to run into that thing about 50 to 55. And when you've got to sprint that extra 13 yards, sometimes you get there, sometimes you don't. So first and 10 for San Diego State at their own 20-yard line. is a fumble on the play. And let's see. Has Middle got it? They do at the 16-yard line. It was Bird who fumbled and coughed it up. And who's going to come off the bottom of the pile? It's going to be Christian Dixon. And that, it was just a, just a miscommunication on the handoff. The ball gets on the ground, and Dixon actually gets it quickly. They'd already blown it dead and, and single, sig, signaled Middle Tennessee football, and then there were some extracurriculars after that. Things but, that go on at the bottom of the pile will remain unspoken. Yes. So now, Middle Tennessee, Chip, this is another opportunity. They couldn't convert that first turnover. You really think they must convert this turnover? Well, the last the last time they got it after the after the DeCorian Patterson interception, they went straight backwards for 20 yards and cannot afford to do that here. First down inside the Roscoe Brown blue zone. Football at the 17-yard line of San Diego State. Cunningham waits the snap. Has it, draw play to Pizant, goes to the right side, gets inside the 15, and boy, they just barrel rolled him as he got to the 15. And Chip, that on that play, it looked like it was open. It looked like Pizant was gonna be able to pick up seven, eight yards. That speed of that 
defense of San Diego State closes it down quickly. Zyrus Fiaseu on the stop for San Diego State. Middle now has it second and eight from the 15. Pizant dives inside the 10 and nearly went the distance. And it looks like he got tripped up right about the 12-yard line and was able to fall forward inside the 10 down to about, let's call it the eight. Third and one at the eight-yard line. Raiders going quickly here on third down. Pizant again, right side, got the first down and then pushed backwards. Well, no, they did not give him a good spot. Boy, that's a, that, that is a bad spot because Pizant was, was actually down almost to the seven-yard line. So, Justice Tavai or Tavai rather. It's gonna be fourth and a half yard. The ball is equidistant between the 12 and 13 yard lines. And the heavy package is coming in. The heavy diesel in there on fourth and one. We'll call it the, the, the eight yard line. Gonna have to hurry, play clock's down to 10. Ball is between the seven and eight yard line, muddle huddle. Now here they go, they'll line it up on fourth down and a timeout is going to be called by middle as the play clock was indeed timeout running down middle tennessee so a, first of the half 30 seconds this will be a 30 second timeout with 320 remaining in the first half but uh, boy an opportunity here if you can get seven as poorly as things have gone in the first half and find a way to pull back within a, a score here at halftime would have to be a major lift to the spirits. Well, absolutely, and it's also critical because San Diego State gets the ball to start the second half. Yes, so, they really, do. so really, what you want to have happen here, Chip, is to get seven points, and then play defense for the last three minutes of the half, and 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 not allow any any more points for San Diego State. Well, if I'm correct, the Blue Raiders still have all of their timeouts. San Diego State has two. So here we go, and it's going to be heavy diesel again with a football at the seven and a half yard line. They break the muddle huddle. And they fake the pitch. Cunningham backpedals, throws down, got a man open, touchdown! Jordan Ferguson on the catch. And flags for celebration are going down, but it's good, the touchdown is gonna count. Yeah, the spike of the football got the flag, and the chip was just what we talked about. Now, now you're going to have to kick off from 15 yards further back, and you give that offense an opportunity to score before half. Not a, you, you would not expect. I understand it's a bowl game, but you wouldn't expect one of your senior captains to make that mental mistake. Well, Jordan Ferguson gets in there and gets the touchdown, and the defense says. In sort of the play was a touchdown. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct number nine of the offense. His first of the game. That penalty was enforced on the kickoff. So Ferguson with an eight yard touchdown catch and that gets the Raiders back within five points at the moment and Zeke Rankin is on for the point after. There's the snap and the hold by Ulbrich is good. The kick by Rankin is good. So we got a new ball game now at 14 to 10 and Middle Tennessee has weathered some rough seas in the early going but have put up their spinnaker now and gaining some ground and have pulled back within four at 14 to 10. The Blue Raider offense or the Blue Raiders have done that while generating 45 yards of offense in the first half. 
it's crazy, Chip. You know, we talked a little bit about it in the pregame. San Diego State was sort of in the same boat in their first five games. They threw the ball for 330 yards with three different quarterbacks in their first five games. Baden comes in to start game six and throws for 322 yards in his debut. So, again, both teams have had some offensive struggles this season. Middle Tennessee, though, found a way to get it in the end zone, forcing a couple of turnovers, able to capitalize on the second of those two turnovers. Now you hope that the penalty doesn't erase all that hard work. Yeah, exactly. And Scott Payne is not known as an overly long kicker, so it'll be interesting to see if they if they do anything here to mitigate uh, a return. Payne is going to kick it as high and straight and will be fielded at the 16-yard line. Bird back across the 20. Great open field tackle. And it was Yusuf Ali, the gunner, who got down there and took the pins right out from under Jordan Bird. Wow, great special teams play. Absolutely. You know, typically that if you – call a fair catch, you're going to start at the 25-yard line. You expect with a 15-yard penalty to maybe improve that by 10 or even 15 yards. During the return, holding, number 40, the receiving team, 10-yard penalty, first down. Back it on up. Yeah, to finish my thought, you know, you were going to hope to keep it maybe within the 35-yard line. Middle was able to keep it within the 30-yard line. Then you add the penalty, and maybe just maybe defensively you can find a way to stop them with the last in the last 310 of the half. Well, the Blue Raiders have kept them off the board since their third possession of the game. And now starting to gain a little confidence. Yeah, they're waving to the Middle Tennessee crowd over there trying to get a little little excitement, a little noise. Pretty good crowd here for this afternoon tussle at T.C. Ching Athletic Complex. Maiden back to throw. Pressure! He is going to get a sack back at the 13-yard line. Wow. Four or five Blue Raiders got there in a heartbeat. Yeah, and, and Chip, it, they had him back at about the 10. He actually broke the first one. As getting back there initially, it looks like it's 30, 39 back there. Did I see that right? 35 back there initially for, for, for Middle Tennessee. Davis couldn't quite yeah. hold him on. Yeah, Jalen Davis. And so it'll be second and 15 from the 13-yard line. On first down, the quarterback Maiden keeps it. He's going to be hit and sacked again. Back at the seven-yard line by Parker Hughes. Now Middle Tennessee may start taking timeouts. And the Blue Raiders do indeed call their first timeout. Third and 15 turns in. Timeout. Middle Tennessee, their second of the half. Second and 15. Please set the game clock to two minutes, 27 seconds, 2-2-7. Be 30 seconds in length. Second and 15 turns into third and 20 at the eight-yard line. And you would not think that San Diego State would try anything tricky right here, but, you know, they fooled us once already today. Yeah, with with that fake punt, you're right. So, again, I think Middle Tennessee defensively, you just, you know, stay in your lanes, right? Don't. Don't try to make a big play and and leave a gap somewhere, which is what typically happens on those explosive plays. We've seen San Diego State at least three times offensively have an explosive play today. 
one on special teams as well. So, again, Middle Tennessee with a good chance to get off the field here on third down and maybe put some more points on the board before half if they can do so. 2.27 to play until halftime. Third and 20 from the eight-yard line. Maiden pass knocked down. Jordan Ferguson. And that's big, Chip, because you don't have to burn another timeout. You just saved one in your pocket. Ferguson makes up for the penalty by making a big play on third down. I'll tell you, he nearly intercepted that ball and had the perfect angle. Now San Diego State is going to have their punter back in his own end zone. And Jalen Lane standing at his own 45-yard line. Here's the punt. Raiders kind of came after it. Lane takes it at the 40. Now here he goes, got one block, gets to the 45. Lane to the 50 and spun down there. So that is going to be a net of 41 on the punt. On the stop, Makai Shaw. And now the Middle Tennessee offense will be on the field to try to add some points and they've got two minutes and 12 seconds remaining and two timeouts left. And on the plus side of the 50, so again, a little bit of a short field for Middle Tennessee. And, and again, Chip, you're just trying to find a way to, to claw back after being down 14-3. So the actual starting position here is on the plus 48-yard line. Running back is Pizant. He will get it on first down. Raiders have worked that right side and found a little something over there and move it down to the 45-yard line where it will be second and seven. And they're running that. Right now they're running at Banks, who, who had been giving them a hard time in the backfield on the, on the rush. Now on second down, Raiders get the ball down, intercepted at the 30-yard line. Des Malone intercepts the Chase Cunningham pass. And there did not appear to be a Blue Raider receiver in that area. Yeah, there's, he just over, uh, overthrows the football. As oh, yeah. Looks like that's Chisholm on the, on the stop route there. And I think Chase just could get this ball to the sideline, but he, he could not. He, there was too much pressure and just throws it up. And the defense of San Diego State makes another good play. So they have it first and 10 at the 32-yard line. A minute 49 to play in the second. Now, don't let this turn around and bite you. Absolutely. Maiden, back to throw over the middle ball, caught at the 38 and up across the 40-yard line to right near the first down marker. Diedrich Stanley on the tackle of Darius De Los Reyes. So they're gonna call it second and two. Throw there incomplete up at the 49-yard line and one thing that Maiden has done, he has turned and put his receivers in some odd positions today. Yeah, Matthews literally laid out for a, a pass that he was wide open for. Maiden has not been the most accurate thrower today. He's missed some good, some good opportunities. Third and two from the four, and Bird to the left. Bird cuts back to the middle, and I think he's going to get to the first down marker at the 42. Zalen Wood and Diedrich Stanley combine on the stop. I don't know. No, they're going to mark it short. It looks like maybe the length of the football or a half yard. I don't. They they're putting fourth down on the marker. Yeah, fourth and one 
And we'll say 41-yard line. They had to get to the 42. It is not quite there, but it will be fourth down and one. Under a minute to play here in the first half. Yeah, San Diego State's going to take all their time in case they don't get the first down. So, Maiden, Bird has it, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Middle Tennessee had a chance to stop him in the backfield. He was able to make a quick cut to the left, oh, and now boy. we got a flag. Deontay Stanley may – he got the tackle. We'll see who the penalty is on. Jordan Branch also involved in that play, but we'll see what the penalty marker is all about. Somebody said something that caused – a flag to fly and where that ball's marked it's, it i don't believe it's a first down though the question is is who who is the penalty on rolling on the field with the runner was short of the line the game after the play unsportsmanlike conduct number 14 offense correction number 15 hits first of the game will be a 15-yard penalty first and 10 for middle tennessee wow 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 41 seconds and you still have two timeouts left. So the ball goes over on downs and there was a big, big collision right there at the line to gain. And the Blue Raiders have gotten it on downs a couple of times and added an interception and a fumble recovery on top of that. Yeah, Jordan Bird not happy, I guess, with the way he took a shot short of the, short of the line to gain, gets flagged for the penalty. And now Middle Tennessee, as you mentioned, Chip, with two timeouts and 41 seconds and they're knocking on the door. Football is at the plus 27 yard line. And it'll need some points out of this. Cunningham back to throw, steps up, down the sideline, overshot his man, looked for Jalen Lane. And the one thing we know here is he has to get rid of the football. Yeah, that time he stepped up but didn't get a full stride into the football because Keyshawn Banks had just pushed one of the Middle Tennessee offensive linemen back in to chase his throwing lane. Dallas Branch was over in that area for San Diego State. It's second and 10 for the Blue Raiders at the Aztec 27. Cunningham back to throw. Rolls to his left, now steps up, got tackled. He sacked again, this time at the 31 or two yard line by Justice Tavai. And that's the fifth sack the of the half, final of the half for San Diego State. Middle Tennessee's lost over 50 yards on that on five sacks here in the first half. So back to the 32-yard line, it's a loss of five. Could have been worse, but Cunningham was able to make something. He got back closer to the line of scrimmage. Coming up at halftime, Dick Palmer will be Joining us from Ice Station Zebra, known as Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And uh, we'll have your halftime show. Spinnaker and Ice Station Zebra. You're on fire today, my friend. And after an 18-hour travel day coming in, <laughs> I, I had to have a bowl of razor soup to sharpen up today. There you go. So third down coming up for middle third and 15 at the 32-yard line. Glad to have you with us on this Christmas Eve from Honolulu. Third down, Cunningham 
Pressure coming. Throws it over the middle. Tipped and incomplete. They had Gathings, and it went off of his fingertips. If he could have caught it clean, he would have zipped into the end zone. And, Chip, if that ball has just a hair more air underneath it, it gets over that linebacker, yep. and it's Gathings is in stride. But even with it tipped, Isaiah almost comes down with it. Well, 49, we'll see how they officially, it's it's about a 49-and-a-half-yard field goal attempt for Zeke Rankin, and he is right in the middle of the field. Ulbrich will hold. Snap, hold, kick. Looks like it's got the distance. Does it have the accuracy? Yes, it does. A new career high for Zeke Rankin. We'll see if they give it 49 or 50, but the Blue Raiders have pulled within a point here with 22 seconds to play until halftime. And Chip, five minutes ago, I'm not sure, five minutes of playing time ago, I'm not sure I would have told you that Middle Tennessee was gonna be this close, but they've weathered the first half storm to this point and have pulled back within one. They're gonna officially give it 49 yards on the kick. The drive, these are not numbers you normally hear on a scoring drive. Four plays, minus six yards, 19 seconds off the clock. Well, but the 49-yard field goal by Rankin, and he's hit a couple of them today. It is makes it now 14-13, San Diego State. I think Zeke likes the island air because he's, his leg has looked strong today. He had some guava juice at breakfast today. Or the, and, or the uh, pog, maybe the pog juice. <laughs> The fresh pineapple, that, yeah. that probably had, had as much to do with it as anything. Scott Payne to kick off. And you don't want to give up a big play on a return here. And he will boot it down, taking it to the 13-yard line. It's Garrison across the 20, 25, 30, 35, and near the 40-yard line, and flags come flying in from all directions. And Ralph Mincy helped on the tackle there, but there were flags coming from two different directions. During the return, illegal block in the back for 51, the return team. 10-yard penalty, first down. Well, you know, the thing there is just psychologically here, if you move them back to inside the 20 or somewhere like that, they're less likely to try to do something with only 16 seconds left. They put it right on the 20-yard line, and San Diego State's going to take a knee and go to the house, it looks like. They put their safety play out there, and that's what they're going to do. Maiden takes a knee, and the two teams will go to the locker room in what is now a one-point game. It did not start out pretty. San Diego State owned the first quarter, and Middle Tennessee came roaring back and they have since scored three times and have pulled within a point of the Aztecs. At halftime, it is San Diego State 14, Middle Tennessee 13. Stick with us. Dick Palmer coming up from the studio at halftime on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. <laughs> 